Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 429. Today, we're going to be talking about how to use product research data and confirming good product selection. And uh, I'm really excited about this episode because I'm going to be sharing with you an actual conversation that I had with Chris Schaefer and myself. And we took one of our students and uh, we, we took their question, which was really about Jungle Scout's data. They actually pulled data on a product uh, probably around two weeks before they ran it again, and then they seen a huge difference. So they asked us, uh, well, what do we do now? Because now the numbers are not the same. So we kind of gave our, um, our thoughts on that, but then we also kind of drilled down into how to look at the history, whether you're looking at the data once, twice, three times, it doesn't really matter because you want to go deeper than that anyway. Uh, you know, Jungle Scout is a great tool and that's the tool that we use. The extension is the main one that we use and this is going to be using that example as well. But this is actually two screenshots that one of our students actually pulled and we are actually covering this inside of the private label classroom and I'm going to share that actual uh, coaching session uh, that hot seat, if you will, um, that we that we recorded for inside of the class. And I wanted to do this because I wanted you to actually hear the thought process and also give you a little bit of kind of how we uh, go and look at the history, the trends, and we also look at those numbers um, because a lot of times people only look at the surface, which is, you know, using Jungle Scout, which is great, but you have to drill down deeper. And uh, Chris and I go really deep into this. And I think you're going to get a lot out of it. Now, I am going to be sharing with you if you wanted to uh, download the actual video of this, or if you're watching this right now, then you may be able to see the video. If not, you can always head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 429, and you can grab the video, you can grab the screenshots, you can see exactly what we're talking about. If you're listening to this, uh, whether it's audio version on the podcast, then you won't be able to see what we're talking about. You'll be able to still get a ton of value from this, but if you wanna see the screenshots, the video, and all of that stuff, then you're gonna wanna go over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 429, and you can grab all that stuff over there, okay? And I think you're gonna definitely wanna do that. The other thing is I want to give you the opportunity to join us on a workshop where I'm actually going to take you through these exact steps a little bit even deeper and kind of outline the three different steps that we use uh, by looking at the history, the trends, and all of the product research that goes into it before deciding on that product. That can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop, and uh, we'll go ahead and we'll break all that down for you in just about 90 minutes. So definitely go check that out for an upcoming workshop, totally free, um, but I wanted to just kind of share that with you as well. So what do you say, guys? Let's go ahead and dig in to this product research example of one product, but two different sets of data that was received literally about two weeks apart. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right, Chris, are you ready to dig into some, uh, some data here? Yeah, I am. And it, it, it's interesting, Scott. We got this question in the Facebook group and it's one of those things that until you've seen it, like you can you can think about it in theory, but until you've seen it, you might not really understand exactly why you and I do product research the way that we do product research. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, and I think this example is a really good example of that. We're looking at the same product 
with screenshots taken, I believe it was a few days or, you know, two weeks ish apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd have to go look at the actual email, but it was a, it was a couple days, right? Let's call it two weeks apart. And you can see that they look pretty different from one another. So I, I wanted to dive in with you and see kind of what the difference is and how we can avoid this as a trap. Like if we're only looking at the good one, how can we avoid falling into a scenario where it goes from good to, to not so good, as Andre put it in the Facebook group. Yeah. And uh, again, this is this is going out to Andre. So Andre, thank you for uh, posting this. And uh, I had mentioned to you that Chris and I were going to kind of dig into this. And I wanted to share it with the class because I think it's a good lesson and it's something uh, worth going through and, and kind of seeing this process and, and thinking out loud in a sense. Uh, but um, let me first just say that this is why this is a tool, right? Like this is a tool that brings in data and data changes. It changes all the time. But this is also a good example of find, you know, your products that you are doing some research on, make make the list, come back to those maybe in a week uh, or, or even less, and, and just keep looking at the data a little bit and seeing how it's changing. The other thing is, this is why it's important to also kind of cross-reference and go over to Camel, Camel, Camel or Keepa and look at the BSR, not just for that particular seller, but maybe just for that market or for those products over time. Preferably for someone that's been selling for a, a, a consistent year, that's always a great thing, right? But if you can't, then go to someone else that's selling that product that you might not even be tracking or a similar product and see what that trend looks like or see what the BSR has done over the course of time. This isn't like, this is not where you're going to come in here and you're going to go, okay, this is exactly going to work because I seen the numbers on day one and these are, these are rock solid. That's not what we're saying to do. And that's what I don't want you to do. I want you to definitely uh, do your research and give it a little bit of time. In the meantime, you're also going to be able to do your sourcing, right? Like if you're at this point, you might be doing some sourcing. And in the meantime, you can always come back to it. You haven't pulled the trigger yet. Does that make sense, Chris? It does. And one one thing that I wanted to kind of throw in there, we actually got asked another question similar to this in the Facebook group recently. And it was like, you know, if I have Google Trends data and I have a little bit of the BSR history on it, do I even need to come back and look at it again? Yeah. Right. Like, should I make that gut call? Yeah. The, the reason that you and I talk about looking at products multiple times through the process is things can change, right? Amazon can shake up their algorithm. Uh, you may hit what you see in Google Trends is a little bit of a drop in overall search volume, but it might be a big drop on Amazon, right? It's some of those kinds of things. If you look at it throughout the entire process, you can get a better idea. Seeing data at a glance is fantastic, but seeing data in real time a lot of times helps us inform that decision even better. Yeah, absolutely. So let, let's just kind of dig into this. And I don't want to spend too, too much time, but I do want to kind of just look at the differences here. Now, the one thing is, Chris, is let's try to compare the exact product. And, and I think uh, what I'm doing here is I'm trying to cross-reference back and forth. Maybe you can see that better and we can kind of look at that. Is, is the number two position, the one that's $14.99 and $14.98, is that the same? Uh, mo- most likely. I, okay. Again, we're, we're only looking at the Jungle Scout screenshot, so we can't see the products itself. So they may be a little bit different. Okay. Um, but we can still get a good idea, Scott, I think, of what's going on, even if we can't compare it one to one. But number two, I think, is probably the same. And it looks like number one and number three flip flopped. Yeah. Yeah. 
So let's let's just start, I guess, probably by looking at sure. those three. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, if, if we look at if we look at the the one that we kind of know is the obvious, the sixteen ninety nine one. I'm I'm going to kind of guess that's probably the one that we can look at closely. Uh, and it looks like in the first the first screenshot, um, the one on the left, depending on what's uh, being viewed here on our screen. But this one here, it looks like it was it said it was selling three thousand units a month. Okay, at two hundred thirty six reviews. Um, and then if we go to the other one, which is more of the updated, I believe the updated uh, version, 1699, it's saying it's only selling 957 um, and it has 261 reviews. So that's probably the same product. So we're okay. Okay. So why would that drop 2000 sales? And that's where the numbers are kind of off. So Chris, what's your thoughts on that? Like what, what do you think that could be? And uh, you know, at this point now, what, what do you think as far as this product? So the first thing for me is one jungle scout actually did update jungle scout between these two screenshots, mm -hmm. uh, which means they rolled out some improvements to their algorithm, all that stuff. I don't think that's what we're seeing here, right? What we're actually seeing here and Scott, you can see it. Like if we just look at the 1699 guy, he's number one over here. He's number three over here. He's got a BSR of 856 versus a BSR of 1567. Right. So he actually is selling less units. And we know that now mm -hmm. why that's happening. We're not not necessarily sure of at a glance. Right. We don't necessarily know exactly what's going on here, but we do know that he's selling fewer units and that this guy, 2119, is selling more units. Right. He was 1444. And now he's 616. Mm -hmm. So they did just flip flop in these Jungle Scout results. Now, the other thing is there's there's just some people missing over here that we don't have prices and stuff on, so we can't really compare down there. But to me, the one that you know he says is looking not so good still looks pretty good with with the exception of this guy who's just kind of got a handful of reviews in there. But I, I think what may have happened is either the 21, 2119 did some sort of a launch, um, is doing something, or is just running more aggressive PPC and kind of flip-flopped those positions. Now, the other thing that you see just kind of in general is that the overall sales volume went down. Now, we kind of know what this product is. This probably is not a seasonality issue. Would no. you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, no, I would agree um, 100%. But there is still going to be seasonal trends in things, sure. right? And the very first thing that I would probably do is go to Google Trends and take a look to see if there's a reason for the overall drop. Absolutely. But we know that it's not something like you just misread Jungle Scout or something like no. that because we can look at the BSR and the BSR is substantially lower for each of these than it was on the left over here. Yeah. The one thing I want to say, though, OK, like even though looking at these like. Number one, if you were going after a product that had 3,000 sales and then 2,000 sales and then 2,500 sales for the first three, uh, that there is really, really high. So number one, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think right out of the gate like I found this huge home run and everyone else missed it or something like that, right? So because of that, I don't think I would have gotten my hopes up on that. I, I would have been a little, I guess I would have been a little uh, skeptical about that and I would have done some digging on that anyway, right? So these numbers that came in that are more updated, that seems probably more realistic, but that doesn't mean that maybe the algorithm is off a little bit or maybe it did a little bit of a change. Um, but if I even if I if I went back and I seen these updated numbers, yes, it would 
probably make me think like what, what happened, but I still think they look good enough at the price point to say I can get to my 10 units per day. It, it actually looks a little bit uh, more realistic to me. Um, but, you know, with that all being said, that doesn't mean that maybe they just haven't updated it and it's somewhere in the middle. You're right. But I think what I would do is I would look at those three that have the most sales and I would look at their history. That's what I would do. So, Scott, here's a question, I guess. Look, looking at the data on the right, mm-hmm. is this a product that you would look at even though it's it's lower volume than than the screenshot on the left? I think I would. And, and here's why. Um, I see the I see the reviews, which tells me kind of competition level. And I don't think that that's that bad. And then I look at some of these. Yes, some of them only have 233 and that's only $7.97. I'm looking at the ones that have $20 or even, even the $16.99 for that matter. Um, I'm looking at those depending on what I can source it for. And I'm saying like, well, there's a 957, there's 867, there's 616, there's 392, um, 284, 616. So there's some there that have double the 10 by 10 by one. Um, now, does it meet the 3,000 if we total up the, the 10? It's close. Um, but I think depending on the competition, which I'm looking at the reviews, makes me say, yeah, I would probably think about it. And looking at the product that I know what the product is, I would also find other other things that could go along with this or that people are, are searching for that could be related. Because there are some other things that could go with this um, that they would buy most frequently bought together. And I think the other thing that really sticks out to me here, Scott, and and guys, we're looking at the one on the left, or sorry, the one on the right here is like this guy, 957 listing quality score of three, Mm -hmm. 392 listing quality score of three, right? 233, three, 284, three, right? All of these guys are are under optimized. Hmm. And so a lot of these things play a role, but we're just looking kind of at the sales, the price and, and the reviews at a high level. Mm-hmm. But to me, this this wouldn't necessarily deter me. The other thing that may be going on here, and it's one of the, the problems that you can run into if you just look at Jungle Scout one time or you don't dig a little further into the data, is Jungle Scout calculates the sales based on the rank in whatever category the product is listed in. Mm. To me, this is a product that could be listed in multiple categories. Sure. So you may see some monkeying around of the numbers due to that as well. And that's why it's important to kind of come back and, and spot check these things to make sure that you're, you're looking at things in a relative way. Does that make sense? It, it totally does. And, uh, you know, the other thing I want to kind of say here is if you look further down and you get into like position number 18 and there's 867 sales with 204 reviews, like you know, let's look at that one. Like, why is that one selling? Is it the same thing? It probably is, right? So that's that gives me hope that okay, maybe I can, maybe I can go ahead and uh, and sell this this product. Or, like I said, there knowing the product, there's there's things that can go along with this that you're going to probably need to use the product. So because of that, that gives me even better hope that I could probably find some other things, even, you know, just little accessories or whatever that could go along with it that this person looking for this is going to need. Um, and, you know, I, again, it's one of those things that uh, there's not a lot of reviews. If you look all up and down all of those reviews, I mean, the most is what, uh, 261? Um, all the rest are under that, and some of them are in just double digits. Uh, so, 
yeah, I mean, I think I would, again, reevaluate the numbers and then look at the trends, look at the history, um, whether that's in Keepa, whether that's in uh, Camel, 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 look at Google Trends, um, and then go from there. Uh, I, I think, uh, and this is definitely along the lines of, Chris, wouldn't you agree that it's a non-sexy product? It's definitely a non-sexy product. But it's a, a product that people would uh, want and need. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I And I it think- definitely has some some potential to build uh, multiple product brand totally right even if it's not not a brand in the way that we typically talk about it it's you can build a good product line of complementary things with this absolutely uh, i just bought new ones so yeah. i would know yep. uh you know yeah. Like, yeah it's one of those things and i think scott one last thing that that i wanted to touch on here if you do come back and you, and you should come back and look at jungle scout data at different times make sure you're using the same exact search yes okay Amazon treats every search individually, and so things are going to change. Things are going to move around a little bit. But if you type in garlic press and you type in stainless steel garlic press, you're going to get two different sets of search results. Capitals can even make a difference in some cases. So do yourself a favor if you have like a spreadsheet where you're tracking all this stuff, just copy and paste it. Mm-hmm. And that way you don't have to worry about adding a word, misspelling it, maybe use it, you know, the soda versus pop thing, right? Like you don't have to worry about looking at slightly different data so that you're comparing apples to apples and not apples to cranberries, mm-hmm. right? Because there are different keywords that can describe all of these products that we're looking at. And if we use a slightly different keyword set, we are going to get different data back. That's why we always want to try to look for, Scott, that main keyword phrase, right? So garlic press. Mm-hmm. We want to just try to describe the product in the most generic way possible without not describing the product, yeah. if that makes sense, yeah. right? Like it doesn't necessarily need adjectives. It doesn't necessarily need any of those. You know, don't search it with a color, search it at the head portion of whatever describes the product. So if you're trying to sell a garlic press, search just for garlic press yep. and see what those results come back with. Yep. And one last thing before we wrap up um, is I want to say like on the new Jungle Scout that you're you're sharing here with us, um, the listing quality score, the LQS, I think that's really important to look at. And in this, in this, uh, you know, this example, if you're looking at number three, the 1699 one, the one that's getting a lot of the sales at 957 sales, you know, it's giving it a quality score of just like three. So like, that's pretty good to be able to say, wow, I can actually make this listing better um, because maybe it only has one picture. Maybe it's really crappy. Maybe it has like only three words in the title. Maybe it has only one bullet, right? There's a lot of things that you can improve there. That gives me hope that I might be able to take position number three, right? right. So that's kind of exciting um, looking at that. And only 261 reviews is not that competitive in my eyes. It's, it's to the top of where I want to be, but knowing all the other ones that are under that, um, really good. So uh, yeah, and there's a lot of listings here. Even the the uh, number five position at $20, uh, 392 sales, another three listing quality. So I would look at those and see where you're going to be able to improve that. So the big question though, Chris, and let's just wrap this up. The big question was this new data, like, it, you know, what, what should I do with it? Like it, it's way off. Like and, you know, I think it could be an algorithm update a little bit, or it could just, again, be maybe the sales have dropped. And now we know that. Um, but I would then look at the history. But regardless, looking at the new shot with even the new numbers, even if you just went off of that, and if they were halfway in between what the other numbers were, you're still in a good place in my eyes. Um, and seeing the listing quality score, that also gives me even more hope that I could do a better job and probably rank pretty well. 
So, um, yeah, I think that's it. Chris, are you good? Is everything good? Yeah, I think that about wraps it up. All right, cool. So, um, Andre, hopefully this helped you or anyone else that's watching this inside of the class. And uh, keep, uh, you know, keep submitting these. I can't say we can we can do these for all of them, but we will pick some and uh, and randomly do these. Um, and then this way here, we can kind of give back and kind of share with you the thought process that we go through. So, guys, stay connected in the uh, in the group in TAS Breakthrough U, and we'll see you soon. Take care. All right, so there you go. I think you can see that there's a lot more that goes into looking at the numbers than just looking at the numbers. You actually have to look deeper and not just count on those numbers that Jungle Scout or any other tool is giving you. And I think once you understand that process, then it opens up a lot more doors for you. And also it protects you further uh, from just looking at the surface numbers. So once again, if you guys are listening to this and not watching this, if you're listening to this on the podcast, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 429. Grab the show notes, the transcripts. I'll have screenshots of the two examples that we were using. There'll also be a screen share video that you can watch and, uh, and all the resources will be there for you. And I'll also remind you one more time about the workshop. We do a 90-minute workshop where we break down the three parts, the three huge parts of uh, really going through the product research stage and really helping you find those products, but then also going in and digging deeper, looking at the history, looking at the trends, and uh, and really seeing a bigger picture than just the surface numbers. But we have to start somewhere, and that is with looking at the data once you get to pull those numbers using a tool like Jungle Scout. And then the last thing I should probably mention is that if you guys are at all interested in trying Jungle Scout, which again is my tool of choice, I do have a discount for all of our TAS listeners. And uh, you can go check that out. There's also a few additional resources there if you go through my affiliate link. And yes, this is an affiliate link. You will buy me a cup of coffee. So I'm totally transparent there with you. But uh, if you want to go check that out and get that discount and those extra resources, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash JS and you can do that. All right. So guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Hopefully you enjoyed this. And I look forward to seeing you on a workshop or I'll just see you around. And as always, remember that I am here for you. I believe in you and I am certainly rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.